Sunday. Good morning. We continue to soldier through Chronicles, starting at chapter 7. The sons of Ishakar, Tola, Pua, Jashub, Shimron, Fornal, the sons of Tola, Uzi, Rephi, Jeri, Jeriel, Jemai, Ibsam, and Samuel, heads of their family. During the reign of David, the descendants of Tola, listed as fighting men in their genealogy, number 22,600. The sons of Uzi, Israhiah, the sons of Israhiah, Michael, Obadiah, Joel, Ishia, all five of them were chiefs, according to their family genealogy. They had 36,000 men ready for battle, for they had many wives and children. The relatives who were fighting men belonging to all the clans of Issachar, as listed in their genealogy, were 87,000 in all. Three sons of Benjamin, Bella, Becker, and Shadiel, the sons of Bella, has uh, Ezben, Uzi, Uziel, Jeremoth, and Eri, heads of families five in all. Their genealogical record listed 22,034 fighting men. The sons of Becker, Simra, Joash, Elizir, Elioinai, Amri, Jeremoth, Abijah, Anathoth, and Elimeth. All these were sons of Becker. Their genealogical record listed the heads of families and 20,200 fighting men. The son of Jediel, Bilhan, the son of Bilhan, Jehush, Benjamin, Ehud, Canaan, Zethin, Tarshish, and Aishahar. All these sons of Jediel were heads of families. There were 17,200 fighting men ready to go out to war. The Shippites and the Huppites were the descendants of Ir, and the Hushites the descendants of Asher. The sons of Naphtali, Jeziel, Guni, Jezer, and Shalem, the descendants of Bilha, the descendants of Manasseh. Azrael was his descendant through his Aramean concubine. She gave birth to Makir, the father of Gilead. Makir took a wife from among the Huppites and Shippites. His sister's name was Makah. Another descendant was Zelophehad, who had only daughters. Makir's wife, Makah, gave birth to a son and named him Paresh. His brother was named Shirash, and his sons were Ulam and Rakam, the son of Ulam and Badan. These were the sons of Gilead, son of Makir, the son of Manasseh. His sister Hemolakath gave birth to Ishad, Abizir, and Mala. The sons of Shemida were Ayan, Shechab, Liki, and Aniam. The descendants of Ephraim. Shutala Bered his son, Tahath his son, Eliadah his son, Tahath his son, Zabad his son, and Shuthala his son. Ezer and Eliad uh, were killed by the native-born men of Gath when they went down to seize their livestock. Their father Ephraim mourned for them many days, and his relatives came to comfort him. Then he lay with his wife again, and she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. He named him Beria because there had been misfortune in his family. His daughter was Shirah, who built Lower and Upper Bethron, as well as Uzan Shirah. Rifa was his son, Risheth his son, Tila his son, Dahan his son, Ladan his son, Amihud his son, Elishama his son, 
Nun, his son, and Joshua, his son. Their lands and settlements included Bethel and its surrounding villages, Naran to the east, Gezer and its villages to the west, and Shechem and its villages of, um, and its villages all the way to Aya and its villages. Along the borders of Manasseh were Bethshan, Tanakh, Megiddo, and Dor, together with their villages. The descendants of Joseph, son of Israel, lived in these towns. Sons of Asher, Imna, Ishva, Ishvi, and Beria, their sister was Sarah. Sons of Beria, Heber, and Malkiel, who was the father of Beerzaith. Heber was the father of Japhlet, Shomer, and Hotham, and of their sister Shua. The sons of Japhlet, Pesash, Bimhal, and Ashvath. These were Japhlet's sons, the sons of Shomer. Ahi, Ahi, Roga, Huba, and Aram. The sons of his brother Helam, Sofa, Imna, Shilash, and Amal. The sons of Sofa. Shua, Harnifer, Shual, Beri, Imra, Bezer, Hot, Shama, Shilsha, Ithran, and Bira. The sons of Jether, Jephune, Pispa. That's what it says. And Ara, the sons of Ula, Ara, Haniel, Drizia. All these were descendants of Asher, heads of family, choice men, brave warriors, and outstanding leaders. The number of men ready for battle, as listed in their genealogy, was 26,000. Benjamin was the father of Bela, his firstborn, Ashbel, the second son, Ahara, the third, Nohah, the fourth, and Rapha, the fifth. The sons of Bela were Adar, Gera, Abihud, Abishua, and Amon, Ahoa, Gera, Sephufan, and Huram. These were the descendants of Ehud, who were heads of families of those living in Geba, and were deported to Menahath. Aman, Ahijah, and Jira, who were deported, who deported them, and who was the father of Uzzah and Ahihud. Sons were born to Shaharaim in Moab after he had divorced his wives in Hushim and Bara. By his wife Hodesh, he had Joab, Zibia, Mesha, Malcolm, Jehuz, Sakia, and Mirma. These were his sons, heads of family. By Hushim, he had Abitub and Elpal. The sons of Elpol, Eber, Misham, Shemed, who built Ono and Lod with its surrounding villages, and Beria and Shema, who were heads of families of those living in Ai Shalon, and who drove out the inhabitants of Gath. Ahio, Shashak, Jeremoth, Zebediah, Arad, Eder, Michael, Ispa, and Joha were the sons of Beria. Zebediah, Meshulam, Hizki, Heber, Ishmarai, Islia and Jobab are the sons of Elpal, Jakim, Zikri, and Zabdi, Elinai, Zilithai, Elil, Adiai, Beraiah, and Shimar, Shimrath were the sons of Shimai, Ishpen, Eber, Elil, Abdon, Zikri, Hanan, Hananai, Hananiah, Elam, Antho, Anthothesia, Iptia and Penuel were the sons of Sashak. Shamsharai, Shamshara, Athalia, Jarashia, Elijah, and Sikri were the sons of Jeroam.
All these were heads of families, chiefs as listed in their genealogy, and they lived in Jerusalem. Jael, the father of Gibeon, lived in Gibeon. His wife's name was Makah, and his firstborn son was Abdon, followed by Zer, Kishbal, Nirnadab, Gidor, Ahio, Zechar, and Mikloth, who was the father of Shimea. They too lived near their relatives in Jerusalem. Ner was the father of Kish, Kish the father of Saul, and Saul the father of Jonathan, Milki, Shua, Abinadab, and Eshbal, the sons of Jonathan, Merib, Baal, who was the father of Micah, the sons of Micah, Python, Malek, Teria, Ahaz. Ahaz was the father of Jehoiada. Jehoiada was the father of Alameth, Azmareth, Zimri, and Zimri was the father of Moza. Moza was the father of Zimia. Rapha was his son. Eliasah, his son, and Azel, his son. Azel had six sons, and these were their names. Azrikam, Bokaru, Ishmael, Shiriah, Obadiah, and Hanan. All these were the sons of Azel. The sons of his brother, Eshek. Ulam, his firstborn. Jehush, the second son. Elipheth, the third. The sons of Ulam were brave warriors who could handle the bow. They had many sons and grandsons, 150 in all. All these were the descendants of Benjamin. All Israel was listed in the genealogies recorded in the book of Kings of Israel. The people of Judah were taken captive in Babylon because of their unfaithfulness. Now the first to resettle on their own property in their own towns were some Israelites, priests, Levites, and the temple servants. Those from Judah, from Benjamin, and from Ephraim and Manasseh, who lived in Jerusalem, were Uthai, son of Amihud, the son of Omri, the son of Imri, the son of Benai, the descendant of Perez, son of Judah, of the Shilonites, Azaiah, the firstborn and his sons, of the Zerahites, Joel, the people from Judah, numbered 690. Nice. Of the Benjamites, Salu, son of Meshulam, the son of Hodai, uh, Hodaviah, the son of Hasanua, Ab, uh, Ibnia, son of Jeroham, Elah, son of Uzi, the son of Mikri, and Meshulam, son of Zephatiah, the son of Ruah, the son of Ibnijah. The people from Benjamin is listed in their genealogy, numbered 956. All these men were heads of their families. Of the priests, Jediah, Jerhoiarib, Shakin, Azariah, son of Hilkiah, the son of Meshulam, the son of Zadok, the son of Merayoth, the son of Ahitub, the official in charge of the house of God. Adiah, son of Jerhoam, the son of Peshur, the son of Melchizedek, and Messiah, son of Adio, the son of Jazerah, the son of Meshulam, the son of Meshalmeth, the son of Immer. The priests, who were heads of families, numbered uh, 1,760. They were able men responsible for ministering in the house of God. Of the Levites, Shemaiah, son of Hashab, the son of Azri, Azrikam, the son of Hashabiah, Amerite, Bakbakar, Haresh, Galal, um, Matania, son of Micah, the son of Zikri, the son of Asaph. Obadiah, son of Shemaiah, the son of Galal, the son of Jeduthun, and Berechiah, son of Asia, the son of Elkanah, who lived in the villages of the Netophathites. 
the gatekeepers. Shalom, Akab, Talman, Aiman, and their brothers, Shalom, their chief, being stationed at King's Gate up on the east up to the present time. These were the gatekeepers belonging to the camp of Levites, Shalom, son of Kor, the son of Ebiasaph, the son of Korah, and his fellow gatekeepers from his family. The Korahites were responsible for guarding the thresholds of the tent, just as their fathers had been responsible for the guarding the entrance to the dwelling of the Lord. In earlier times, Phineas, son of Eleazar, was in charge of the gatekeepers, and the Lord was with him. Zechariah, son of Meshelemiah, was the gatekeeper at the entrance to the tent of meeting. Altogether, those chosen to be gatekeepers at the thresholds, number 212. They were registered by genealogy in their villages. The gatekeepers had been assigned to their positions of trust by David and Samuel the seer. They and their descendants were in charge of guarding the gates of the house of the Lord, the house called the tent. The gatekeepers were on the four sides, east, west, north, and south. Their brothers and their villages had to come from time to time and share their duties for seven-day periods. But the four principal gatekeepers, who were Levites, were entrusted with the responsibility for the rooms and treasuries in the house of God. They would spend the night stationed around the house of God because they had to guard it, and they had charge of the key for opening it in each morning. Opening it each morning. Some of them were in charge of the articles used in the temple service. They counted them when they were brought in and when they were taken out. Others were assigned to take care of the furnishings and all the other articles of the sanctuary, as well as the flour and wine and the oil, incense, and spices. But some of the priests took care of mixing the spices. A Levite named uh, Madihiah, the firstborn son of Shalom, the Korahite, was entrusted with the responsibility for baking the offering bread. Some of the Kohothite brothers were in charge of preparing for every Sabbath. The bread set out on the table. Those who were musicians, head, uh, heads of Levite family, stayed in the rooms of the temple and were exempt from other duties because they were responsible for the work day and night. All of these were heads of Levite families, chiefs, as listed in their genealogy, and they lived in Jerusalem. Jael, uh, the father of Gibeon, lived in Gibeon. His wife's name was Makah, and his firstborn son was Abdon, followed by Zer, Kish, Baal, Ner, Nadab, Gedor, Ahio, Zechariah, and Mikloth. Mikloth was the father of Shimeim. They too lived near their relatives in Jerusalem. Ner was the father of Kish. Kish was the father of Saul, and Saul the father of Jonathan, Malkishua, Adinadab, and Ashbah. The son of Jonathan, Meribah, who was the father of Micah. The sons of Micah, Pai, Thon, Malek, Charia, and Ahaz. Ahaz was the father of Jadah. Jadah was the father of Alameth, Asmaveth, and Zimri. Zimri was the father of Moza. Was the father of Moza. Moza was the father of Binia, Rephai, his son, Eliash, Eliasah, his son, and Azel, his son. Uh, Azel had six sons, and these were their names. Didn't we already do this? Azrikam, Bokru, Ishmael, Sheriah, Obadiah, and Hanan. These are the sons of Azel. Now the Philistines fought against Israel. The Israelites fled before them, and many fell slain on Mount Gilboa. The Philistines pressed hard after Saul and his sons, and they killed his son Jonathan, uh, Binadab, and Malkishua. The fighting grew fierce around Saul, and when the archers overtook him, they wounded him. Saul said to his armor-bearer, Draw your sword and run me through, or these uncircumcised fellows will come and abuse me. 
but his armor-bearer was terrified and would not do it, so Saul took his own sword and fell on it. When the armor-bearer saw that Saul was dead, he too fell on his sword and died. So Saul and his three sons died, and all his house died together. When all the Israelites in the valley saw that the army had fled and that Saul and his sons had died, they abandoned their towns and fled, and the Philistines came and occupied them. The next day, when the Philistines came to strip the dead, they found Saul and his sons followed, fallen on Mount Gilboa. They stripped him and took his head and his armor and sent messengers throughout the land of the Philistines to proclaim the news among their idols, idols and their people. They put his armor in the temple of their gods and hung up his head in the temple of Dagon. When all the inhabitants of Jabesh Gilead heard of everything the Philistines had done to Saul, all their valiant men went and took the bodies of Saul and his sons and brought them to Jabesh. Then they buried their bones under the great tree in Jabesh, and they fasted seven days. Saul died because he was unfaithful to the Lord. He did not keep the word of the Lord, and even consulted a medium for guidance, and did not inquire of the Lord. So the Lord put him to death, and turned the kingdom over to David, son of Jesse. All Israel came together to David at Hebron and said, We are your own flesh and blood. In the past, even while Saul was king, you were the one who led Israel on their military campaigns. And the Lord your God said to you, You will shepherd my people Israel, and you will become their leader, their ruler. When all the elders of Israel had come to King David at Hebron, he made a compact with them at Hebron before the Lord, and they anointed David king over Israel as the Lord promised through Samuel. David and all the Israelites marched to Jerusalem, that is, Jebus, Jebus. The Jebusites who lived there said to David, You will not get in here. Nevertheless, David catches the forces of Zion, the city of David. David had said, Whoever leads the attack on the Jebusites will become commander-in-chief. Joab, son of Zeruiah, went up first, so he, and so he received the command. David took up residence in the fortress, so it was called the city of David. He built up the city around it from the supporting terrace to the surrounding walls, while Joab restored the rest of the city. And David became more and more powerful, because the Lord Almighty was with him. These were the chiefs of David's mighty men. They, together with all Israel, gave his kinship strong support to extend it over the whole land, as the Lord had promised. This is the list of David's mighty men. Jeshobim, a Hakmonite, was chief of the officers. He raised his spear against three hundred men, who he killed, whom he killed in one encounter. Next to him is Eleazar, son of Dodai the Ahohite, one of the three mighty men. He was with David at Pastamim when the Philistines gathered there for battle. At a place where there was a field of barley, the troops fled from the Philistines. But they took their stand in the middle of the field. They defended it and struck the Philistines down, and the Lord brought about a great victory. Three of the thirty chiefs came down to David to the rock at the cave of Adullam, while a band of Philistines was encamped in the valley of Rephaim. At that time, David was in the stronghold, and the Philistine uh, garrison was at Bethlehem. David longed for water and said, Oh, that someone would get me a drink of water from the well near the gate of Bethlehem. So the three broke through the Philistine lines, drew water from the well near the gate of Bethlehem, and carried it back to David. But he refused to drink it. Instead, he poured it out before the Lord. God forbid that I should do this, he said. Should I drink the blood of these men who went to risk their, who went at the risk of their lives? Because they had risked their lives to bring it back, David would not drink it. Rude. Such were the exploits of the three mighty men. 
Abishai, the brother of Joab, was chief of the three. He raised his spear against three hundred men, whom he killed, and so he became as famous as the three. He was doubly honored above the three and became their commander, even though he was not included among them. Jashobim, Eleazar. Okay. They don't... Okay. <laughs> they don't mention the three... Tishobim, Eleazar, three of the chiefs, water, especially the exposure of the three mighty men. Maybe is David the third one? I don't know. But then there's Abishai, chief of the three, but not one of the three. Okay. Benahiah, son of Jehoiada, was a valiant fighter from Kabzeel who performed great exploits. He struck down uh, two of Moab's best men. He went down into a pit on a snowy day and killed a lion. He struck down an Egyptian who was seven and a half feet tall, although Benaniah went against him with a club. Oh, although the Egyptian had a spear like a weaver's rod in his hand, Benaniah went against him with a club. He snatched a spear from the Egyptian's hand and killed him with his own spear. Fucking sick. Such were the exploits of Benaniah, son of Jehoiada. He too was as famous as the three mighty men. He was held in great honor. He was held in greater honor than any of the thirty, but he was not included among the three. And David put him in charge of his bodyguard. The mighty men were uh, Asael, the brother of Joab, Elhanan, son of Dodo from Bethlehem, Shemoth the Herite. Halez the Pelonite, Ira son of Ikesh from Tekoa, Abizir from Anathoth, um, Zebekai the Hushnite, uh, Hushathite, Eli the Ahoite, Maharai the Netophathite, uh, Haled son of Bana the Netophathite, <sighs> Ithai son of Rabai from Gibeah and Benjamin, Benaiah the Pirithonite, Harai from the ravines of Gash, Abiel the Arbathite, Asmaveth the ba Ba'arumite, Eliabah the Shalbonite, the sons of Hashem the Gizanite, Jonathan son of Shagi the Herite, the um, Ahim son of Zakar the Herite, uh, Eliphal, son of Ur, Hefer, the Mechorathite, Aijah, the Pelonite, Hezro, the Carmelite, Narai, son of Ezbi, Joel, the brother of Nathan, Mibhar, son of Hagri, Zelek, the Ammonite, Naharai, the Berathite, the armor bearer of Joab, son of Zeruiah, Ira, the Ithrite, Gareb, the Ithrite, Uriah, the Hittite, Sadab, son of Alai, Adina, son of Shiza, the Reubenite, who was chief of the Reubenites, and the thirty with him. Hana, son of Makah, Jehoshaphat, the Mithnite. Uziah, the Ashterathite. Shema and Sheel, the sons of Hotham, the Aroite. Uh, Jebediel, son of Shimri, his brother Joha, the, Tiz, um, the Tizite. Eliel, the Mahavite. Jerubai and Joshaviah, the son of Elnam. Ithma the Moabite, Eliel, Obed, 
and just seal the mesobiite. These were the men who came to David at Silklag. While he was banished from the presence of Saul, son of Kish, they were among the warriors who helped him in battle. They were armed with bows and were able to shoot arrows and sling stones right-handed or left-handed. They were kinsmen of Saul from the tribe of Benjamin. Ahazir and their chief, and Joash, the sons of Shema, the Gibeathite, Shaziel and Polet, the sons of Azam, Asmaveth, Barakah, Jehu, the Anathothite, and Ishmai, the Gibeonite, a mighty man among the thirty, who was a leader of the thirty, Jeremiah, Jahaziel, Johanan, Josabad, and uh, Josabad, the Gederathite, Eluzai, Jerimoth, Bilia, Shimaria, and Sephatia, the Harufite, Elkanah, Ishia, Azariel, Jozer, and Jashobim, the Korahites, and Jola, and Zebediah, the sons of Jeram from Gidor. Some. Gadites defected to David at his stronghold in the desert. They were brave warriors, ready for battle, and able to handle the shield and the spear. Their faces were the faces of lions, and they were as swift as gazelles in the mountains. Ezer was the chief, Obadiah was the second in command, Eliab the third, Mishmanah the fourth, Jeremiah the fifth, Atai the sixth, Eliel the seventh, Jonathan the eighth, Elzebad the ninth, Jeremiah the tenth, and Machbani the eleventh. These Gadites were army commanders. The least was the least was a match for a hundred, and the greatest for a thousand. It was they who crossed the Jordan in the first month when it was overflowing all its banks, and they put to flight everyone living in the valleys, to the east and to the west. Other Benjamites and some men from Judah also came to David in his stronghold. David went out to meet them and said to them, If you have come to me in peace to help me, I am ready to have you uh, unite with me. But if you have come to, uh, to betray me to my enemies when my hands are free from violence, may the God of our fathers see it and judge you. Then the spirit came upon Amasai, chief of the thirty, and said, We are yours, O David. We are with you, O son of Jesse. Success. Success to you, and success to those who help you, for your God will help you. So David received them and made them leaders of his raiding bands. Some of the men of Manasseh defected to David when he went with the Philistines to fight against Saul. He and his men did not help the Philistines because, after consultation, their rulers sent him away. They said, It will cost us our heads if he deserts to his master Saul. When David went to Ziklag, they were the men of Manasseh who defected to him. Ad, uh, Adna, Josabad, Jediel, Michael, Josabad, Elihu, and Zilthai, leaders of units of a thousand in Manasseh. They helped David against raiding bands, for all of them were brave warriors, and they were commanders in his army. Day after day, Men came to help David until he had a great army, like the army of God. These are the numbers of the men armed for battle who came to David at Hebron to turn, to turn Saul's kingdom over to him, as the Lord said. Men of Judah carrying shield and spear, 6,800 armed for battle. 
Men of Simeon, warriors ready for battle, 7,100. Men of Levi, 4,600, including Jehoiada, leader of the family of Aaron, with 3,700 men, and Zadok, a brave young warrior, with 22 officers from his family. Men of Benjamin, Saul's kinsmen, 3,000, most of whom had remained loyal to Saul's house until then. Men of Ephraim, brave warriors, famous in their own clans, 20,800. Men of the half Men of half the tribe of Manasseh, designated by name to come and make David king, 18,000. Men of Issachar, who understood the times and knew what Israel should do, 200 chiefs, with all their relatives under their command. Men of Zebulun, experienced soldiers prepared for battle with every type of weapon to help David with undivided loyalty, 50,000. Men of Naphtali, 1,000 officers, together with 37,000 men carrying shields and spears. Men of Don, ready for battle, 28,600. Men of Asher, experienced soldiers prepared for battle, 40,000. And from east of the Jordan, men of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, armed with every type of weapon, 120,000. All these were fighting men who volunteered to serve in the ranks. They came to Hebron fully determined to make David king over all Israel. All the rest of the Israelites were also of one mind to make David king. The men spent three days there with David, eating and drinking, for their families had supplied provisions for them. Also their neighbors from as far as far away as Issachar, Zebulun, and Naphtali came bringing food on donkeys, camels, mules, and oxen. They were plentiful... There were plentiful supplies of flour, fig cakes, raisin cakes, wine, oil, cattle, and sheep, for there was joy in Israel. David conferred with each of his officers, the commander of thousands and commanders of hundreds. He then said to the whole assembly of Israel, If it seems good to you, and if it is the will of the Lord our God, let us send word far and wide to the rest of our brothers throughout the territories of Israel, and also to the priests and Levites who are with them in their towns and pasturelands to come and join us. Let us bring the ark of our God to us, for we did not inquire of it during the reign of Saul. The whole assembly agreed to do this, because it seemed right to all the people. So David assembled all the Israelites from Shehor, from the Shehor River in Egypt to Libo Hamath to bring the Ark of the God um, from Kiriath Jerim. David and all the Israelites went up to Bala of Judah, Kiriath Jerim, to bring up from there the Ark of God the Lord, who is enthroned between the cherubim, the Ark that is called by the name. They moved the Ark of God from Abinadab's house on the new cart, with Uzzah and Ahio guiding it. David and all the Israelites were celebrating with all their might before God with songs and harps, lyres, tambourines, cymbals, and trumpets. When they came to the threshing floor of Kidon, Uzzah reached out his hand to steady the ark because the oxen stumbled. The Lord's anger burned against Uzzah and he struck him down because he had put his hand on the ark, so he died there before God. Then David was angry because the Lord's wrath had broken out against Uzzah, and to this day that place is called Perez Uzzah. Translation note means outbreak against Uzzah. Cool. 
David was afraid of God that day and asked, How can I ever bring the ark of God to me? He did not take the ark to be with him in the city of David. Instead, he took it aside to the house of Obed-Edom the Gittite. The ark of God remained with the family of Obed-Edom in his house for three months, and the Lord blessed his household and everything he had. Now Hiram king of Tyre sent messengers to David, along with cedar logs, stone masons, and carpenters to build a palace for him. And David knew that the Lord had established him as king over Israel, and that his kingdom had been highly exalted for the sake of his people Israel. In Jerusalem, David took more wives and became the father of more sons and daughters. These are the names of the children born to him there. Shemua, Shobab, Nathan, Solomon, Ibhar, Elishua, El, Pelet, Noga, Nepheg, Japhia, Elishama, Biliada, and Eliphlet. <laughs> when you name your two kids almost the same thing but with one letter off... Just, like, think of a different name, you know? Just, you know. We had read so many. I should go and give David a ring and be like, look, here's this book of all these other fucking names you could name your kid that's different than one letter off from the name of your other kid. When the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over all Israel, they went up in full force to search for him. But David heard about it and went out to meet them. Now the Philistines had come and raided the valley of Rephaim, so David required of God, Shall I go and attack the Philistines? Will you hand them over to me? The Lord answered to him, Go, I will hand them over to you. So David and his men went up to Baal-perazim, and there he defeated them. He said, As waters break out, God has broken out against my enemies by my hand. So that place was called Baal-perazim. The Philistines had abandoned their gods there, and David gave orders to burn them in fire, in the fire. Once more the Philistines raided the valley, so David inquired of God again, and God answered him, Do not go straight up, but circle around them and attack them in front of the balsam trees. As soon as you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the balsam trees, move out to battle, because that will mean God has gone out in front of you to strike the Philistine army. So David did as God commanded, and they struck down the Philistine army all the way from Gibeon to Gezer. So David's fame spread throughout every land, and the Lord made all the nations fear him. After David had constructed buildings for himself in the city of David, he had prepared a place for the ark of God and pitched a tent for it. Then David said, No one but the Levites may carry the Ark of God, because the Lord chose them to carry the Ark of the Lord and to minister before him forever. David assembled all Israel and Jerusalem to bring up the Ark of the Lord in the place he had prepared for it. He called together the descendants of Aaron and the Levites, from the descendants of Kohath, Uriel the leader, and a hundred and twenty relatives, from the descendants of Merai, Asiai, Asiah, the leader, and 220 relatives, from the descendants of Gershon, Joel, the leader, and 130 relatives, from the descendants of uh, Elizaphan, uh, Shemaiah, the leader, and 200 relatives, from the descendants of Hebron, Eliel, the leader, and 800 relatives, from the descendants of Uziel, uh, Aminadab, the leader, and 112 relatives. Then David summoned Zadok and Abiathar, the priests, and Uriel, Asiai, Joel, Shemaiah, Eliel, and Adimid, um, Aminadab, the Levites. He said to them, 
you are the heads of the Levitical families. You and your fellow Levites are to consecrate yourselves and bring up the Ark of the Lord, the God of Israel, to the place I have prepared for it. But it was because you, the Levites, did not bring it up the first time that the Lord our God broke out in anger against us. We did not inquire of him about how to do it in the prescribed way. So the priests and the Levites consecrated themselves in order to bring up the Ark of the Lord, the God of Israel. And the Levites carried the Ark of the people with the poles on their shoulders. And Moses had commanded, as Moses had commanded in accordance with the word of the Lord. David told the leaders of the Levites to appoint their brothers as singers to sing joyful songs, accompanied by musical instruments, lyres, harps, and cymbals. So the Levites appointed Heman, son of Joel, from his brothers, Asaph, son of Berechiah, and from their brothers the Merarites, Ethan, son of Cushai, and with them their brothers next in rank, Zechariah, Jaziel, Shemiramoth, Jehiel, Unai, Eliab, Beniah, Manasseh, Madathiah, Elphilahu, Mekniah, Obed, Edom, and Gi, the gatekeepers. The musicians Heman, Asaph, and Ethan were to sound the bronze cymbals. Zechariah, Aziel, Shemiramoth, Jahiel, Uni, Eliab, Masaiah, and Benaiah were to play the lyres according to Alamoth. And Mat, Madithia, Eliphelahu, <laughs> Mekniah, Obed Edom, Jeal, and Az, Aziah were to play the harps, directing according to Sheminith, Kenaniah, Kenaniah, the head Levite, was in charge of the singing. That was his responsibility because he was skillful at it. Barakiah and Elkanah were to be doorkeepers for the ark. Shebaniah, Jehoshaphat, Joshaphat, Nathaniel, Amasai, Zechariah, Benaniah, Eliezer, the priests were to blow the trumpets before the Ark of God. Obed-Edom and Jehiah were also to be the doorkeepers for the Ark. So David and the elders of Israel and the commanders of units of a thousand went to bring up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord from the house of Obed-Edom with rejoicing. Because God had helped the Levites who were carrying the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, seven bulls and seven rams were sacrificed. Now David was clothed in a robe of fine linen, as were all the Levites who were carrying the Ark, as were the singers and the Kenaniah, Kenaniah, who was in charge of the singing of the choirs. David also wore a linen ephod. So all Israel brought up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord with shouts, with the sounding of rams, horns, and trumpets, and cymbals, and the playing of lyres and harps. As the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord was entering the city of David, Michal, daughter of Saul, watched from a window. And when she saw King David dancing and celebrating, she despised him with all her heart. They brought the Ark of God and set it inside the tent that David had pitched for it. And they presented burnt offerings and fellowship offerings before God. After David had finished sacrificing the burnt offerings and fellowship offerings, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord. 
Then he gave a loaf of bread, a cake of dates, and a cake of raisins to each Israelite man and woman. He appointed some of the Levites to minister before the ark of the Lord to make petition to give thanks and to praise the Lord, the God of Israel. Asaph was the chief, Zechariah second, then Jeiel, Shemiramoth, Jehiel, Mat, Mat, Matithia, Eliab, Benaiah, Obed-Edom, and Jael. There are two Jaels. Okay. They were to play the lyres and harps. Asaph was to sound the cymbals, and Benaiah and Jahaziel, the priests, were to blow the trumpets regularly before the Ark of the Covenant of God. That day, David, that day David first commented to Asaph and his associates this palm of thanks to the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, make known among the nations what he has done, sing to him, sing praise to him, tell of all wonderful acts, glory in his holy name, let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Look to the Lord in his strength, seek his face always. Remember the wonders he has done, his miracles, and the judgments he pronounced. O descendants of Israel, his servants, O sons of Jacob, his chosen ones. He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. He remembers his covenant forever. The word he commands, the word he commanded for a thousand generations, the covenant he made with Abraham, the oath he swore to Isaac, he confirmed it to Jacob as a decree to Israel as an everlasting covenant. To you I will give the land of Canaan as the portion you will inherit. When they were but a few, but few in number, few indeed, and strangers in it, they wandered from nation to nation, from one kingdom to another. He allowed no man to oppress them. For their sake he rebuked kings. Do not touch my anointed ones. Do my prophets no harm. Sing to the Lord all the earth, Proclaim his salvation day after day. Declare his glory among the nations, for his marvelous deeds among all peoples. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the nations are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and joy in his dwelling place. Ascribe to the Lord, O family of nations. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. The world is firmly established. It cannot be moved. Let the heavens rejoice. Let the earth be glad. Let them say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Let the sea resound in all that is in it. Let the fields be jubilant in everything in them. Then the trees of the forest will sing, and they will sing for joy before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, his love endures forever. Cry out, save us, O God our Savior. Gather us and deliver us from the nations, that we may give thanks to your holy name, that we may glory in your praise. Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Then all the people said, Amen, and praised the Lord. David left Asaph and his associates before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord to minister there regularly. 
according to each day's requirements, he also left Obed-Edom and his 68 associates to minister with them. Obed-Edom, son of Jeduthun, and also uh, Hosah were gatekeepers. David left Jadok the priest and his fellow priests before the tabernacle of the Lord of the high place in Gibeon to present burnt offerings to the Lord on the altar of burnt offering regularly, morning and evening, in accordance with everything written in the law of the Lord, which he had given Israel. With them were Heman and Jeduthun and the rest of those chosen and designated by name to give thanks to the Lord, for his love endures forever. Heman and Jeduthun were responsible for the sounding of the trumpets and cymbals and for the playing of the other instruments for sacred song. The sons of Jeduthun were stationed at the gate. Then all the people left, each for his own home, and David returned home to bless his family. After David was settled in his palace, he said to Nathan the prophet, Here I am, living in a palace of cedar, while the ark of the covenant of the Lord is under a tent. Nathan replied to David, Whatever you have in mind, do it, for God is with you. That night the word of God came to Nathan, saying, Go and tell my servant David, this is what the Lord says, You are not the one to build me a house to dwell in. I have not dwelt in a house from the day I brought Israel up out of Egypt to this day. I have moved from one site, tent site to another, from one dwelling place to another. Wherever I have moved with all the Israelites, did I ever say to any of their leaders, who I commanded to shepherd my people, Why have you not built me a house of cedar? Now then, tell my servant David, this is what the Lord Almighty says. I took you from the pasture and from following the flock to be ruler over my people Israel. I have been with you wherever you have gone, and I have cut off all your enemies from before you. Now I will make your name like the names of the greatest men on earth, and I will provide a place for my people Israel and will plant them so that they can have a home of their own and no longer be disturbed. Wicked people will not oppress them any more, as they did at the beginning and have done ever since the time I appointed leaders over my people Israel. I will also subdue all your enemies. I declare to you that the Lord will build a house for you, when your days are over, you go to be with your fathers. I will raise up your offspring to succeed you, one of your own sons, and I will establish his kingdom. He is the one who will build a house for me, and I will establish his throne forever. I will be his father, and he will be my son. I will never take my love away from him as I took it away from your predecessor. I will set them over my house and my kingdom forever. His throne will be established forever. Nathan reported to David all the words of this entire revelation. Then King David went in and sat before the Lord, and he said, Who am I, O Lord God, and what is my family that you have brought me this far? And as if this were not enough in your sight, O God, you have spoken about the future of the house of your servant. You have looked on me as though I were the most exalted of men, O Lord God. What more can David say to you for honoring your servant? For you know your servant, O Lord. For the sake of your servant, and according to your will, you have done this great thing, and made known all these great promises. There is no one like you, O Lord, and there is no God but you, as we have heard with our own ears. And who is like your people Israel, the one nation on earth whose God went out to redeem a people for himself, and to make a name for yourself, and to perform great and awesome wonders by driving out nations from before your people? 
whom you redeemed from Egypt. You made your people Israel your very own forever, and you, O Lord, have become their God. And now, Lord, let the promise you have made concerning your servant and his house be established forever. Do as you promised, so that it will be established, and that your name will be great forever. Then men will say, The Lord Almighty, the God over Israel, is Israel's God, and the house of your servant David will be established before you. You, my God, have revealed to your servant that you will build a house for him. So your servant has found courage to pray to you, O Lord, you are God. You have promised these good things to your servant. Now you have been pleased to bless the house of your servant, that it may continue forever in your sight. For you, O Lord, have blessed it, and it will be blessed forever. In the course of time, David defeated the Philistines and subdued them, and he took Gath and its surrounding villages from control of the Philistines. David also defeated the Moabites, and they became subject to him and brought tribute. Moreover, David fought Hadazir, king of Zobah, as far as Samath, when he went to establish his control along the Euphrates River. David captured a thousand of his chariots, seven thousand charioteers, and twenty thousand foot soldiers. He, he hamstrung all but a hundred of the chariots' horses. When the Arameans of Damascus came to help Hadadezer, king of Zobah, David struck down twenty thousand of them. He put garrisons in the Aramean kingdom of Damascus, and the Arameans became subject to him and brought tribute. The Lord gave David victory everywhere he went. David took the gold shields carried by the officers of Hadadezer and brought them to Jerusalem. From Teba and Kun, towns that belonged to Hadadezer, David took a great quantity of bronze, which Solomon used to make the bronze sea, the pillars, and various bronze articles. When two king of Hamath heard that David had defeated the entire army of Hadadezer, king of Zobah, he sent his son Hadaram to King David to greet him and congratulate his victory in battle over Hadadezer, who had been at war with Tau. Hadaram brought all kinds of articles of gold and silver and bronze. King David dedicated these articles to the Lord as he had done with the silver and gold he had taken from all these nations, Edom and Moab, the Ammonites and the Philistines and Amalek. Abishai, son of Zeruiah, struck down 18,000 Edomites in the Valley of Salt. He put garrisons in Edom, and all the Edomites became subject to David. The Lord gave David victory everywhere he went. David reigned over all Israel, doing what was just and right for all his people. Joab, son of Zeruiah, was over the army. Jehoshaphat, son of Ahilud, was recorder. Zadok, son of Ahitub, and Ahimelech, son of Abiathar, were priests. Shavsha was secretary. Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, was over the Carathites and Pelathites, and David's sons were chief officials at the king's side. In the course of time, Nahash, king of the Ammonites, died, and his son succeeded him as king. David thought, I will show kindness to Hanun, son of Nahash, because his father showed kindness to me. So David sent a delegation to express his sympathy to Hanun concerning his father. When David's men came to Hanun in the land of the Ammonites to express sympathy to them, the Ammonite noble said to Hanun, Do you think David is honorable? Is honoring your father by sending men to you to express sympathy? Haven't his men come to you to explore and spy over the, out spy out the country and overthrow it? 
So Hanan seized David's men, shaved them, cut off their garments in the middle at the buttocks, and sent them away. When someone came and told David about the men, he sent messengers to meet them, for they were greatly humiliated. The king said, Stay at Jericho till your beards have grown, and then come back. When the Ammonites realized that they had become a stench in David's nostrils, Hanun and the Ammonites sent a thousand talents of silver to hire chariots and charioteers from Aram Naharim, Aram Makkah, and Zobah. They hired 22,000 chariots and charioteers, as well as the king of Makkah with his troops, who came and camped near uh, Mediba, while the Ammonites were mustered from their towns and moved out for battle. On hearing this, David sent Joab out uh, with the entire army of fighting men. The Ammonites came out and drew up in battle formations at the entrance to their city, while the kings who had come were by themselves in the open country. Joab saw that there were battle lines in front of him and behind him, so he selected some of the best troops in Israel and deployed them against the Aramaeans. He put the rest of the men under the command of Abishai, his brother, and they were deployed against the Ammonites. Joab said, If the Aramaeans were too strong for me, then you are to rescue me. But if the Ammonites are too strong for you, then I will escape you. Be strong and let us fight bravely for our people and the cities of our God. The Lord will do what is good in his sight. Then Joab and the troops and the troops with him advanced to fight the Aramaeans, and they fled before him. When the Ammonites saw that the Aramaeans were fleeing, they too fled before his brother Abishai and went inside the city. So Joab went back to Jerusalem. After the Aramaeans saw that they had been routed by Israel, they sent messengers, and the Aramaeans brought them from beyond the river. Was Shaphak the commander of Hab? had had desert's army leading them. When David was told of this, he gathered all Israel and crossed the Jordan. He advanced against them and formed his battle lines opposite them. David formed his lines to meet the Aramaeans in battle, and they fought against him. But they fled before Israel, and David killed 7,000 of their charioteers and 40,000 of their foot soldiers. He also killed Shofak, the commander of their army. When the vassals of Hadadazir Hadadazir saw that they had been defeated by Israel, they made peace with David and became subject to him. So the Aramaeans were not willing to help the Ammonites anymore. In the spring, at the time when kings <laughs> when kings go off to war, Joab led out the armed forces. He laid waste to the land of the Ammonites and went to Rabbah and besieged it. But David remained in Jerusalem. Joab attacked Rabbah and left it in ruins. David took the crown from the head of their king. Its weight was found to be a talent of gold, and it was set with precious stones, and it was placed on David's head. He took a great quantity of plunder from the city and brought out the people who were there, co-signing them to labor with saws and iron picks and axes. David did this to all the Aramean towns. Then David and his entire army returned to Jerusalem. In the course of time, war broke out with the Philistines at Gezer. At that time, Sibachai the Hushite, uh, Hushathite killed Sapai, one of the descendants of the Rephites, and the Philistines were subjugated. 
and another battle with the Philistines. Elchanan, son of Jair, killed Lami, the brother of Goliath the Gittite, who had a spear with a shaft like a weaver's rod. And still another battle, which took place at Gath. There was a huge man with six fingers on each hand and six toes on each foot, twenty-four in all. He also was descended from Rapha. When he taunted Israel, Jonathan, son of Shimea, David's brother, killed him. These were the descendants of Rapha and Gath, and they fell at the hands of David and his men. So that concludes 1 Chronicles chapter 20. We'll definitely finish 1 Chronicles next week and start 2 Chronicles. Get not quite halfway through. Likely. Let go and let God.